Thanks for joining me on this journey to building authority online and sharing your message with a world who desperately needs to hear it. I'm your host, Valerie Morris, and I am excited to share today's interview with you. Today's podcast is brought to you by the book, We're All Ears. This is your guide to building influence, impact, and success online in a noisy world. This book is unique because I included experts' knowledge as well as things that I've learned along the way to help give you the tools you need to get your message out there. Without further ado, let's dig in. Good morning, and thank you so much for joining me. I've got Vivica Von Rosen today, and I am just thrilled to have her here. She is the Chief Visibility Officer at Vengresso. I'm so excited to hear about what she's doing there. She also has a lot of tidbits and expertise to share about LinkedIn. She knows a thing or two about getting the word out online. So thank you so much for joining me, Vivica. Absolutely. My pleasure. Yeah. So why don't, you know, I gave a little bit of an intro to who, who you are, but why don't you tell the world here, what do most people know you for and, and what, are you, uh, what are you out in the world doing? Yeah. So most people know me for LinkedIn, um, mainly because I have the Twitter handle and the YouTube and the LinkedIn and the Facebook handle at LinkedIn experts. So um, that's, that's kind of my brand. Um, at Vengresso, we're, we're, we're a little bit bigger than just LinkedIn, although that's obviously still my area of expertise. Um, teaching about, you know, digital sales transformation and digital branding and creating a strong personal brand. So it's, it's, it's a cool alignment. But yeah, most people just know me for speaking and training and teaching on LinkedIn. That's great. So do you, do you just love LinkedIn or do you have other social platforms that you like to play on too? <laughs> Um, it's a love hate relationship sometimes. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very, very LinkedIn centric. I mean, I am on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and YouTube and certainly the company is. Um, but I, I, I'm like a lot of people, I still use LinkedIn. I mean, sorry, I still use Facebook rather more to nurture my personal relationships, which happened to be with all my colleagues because all I do is work anymore. <laughs> But re you know, but really, that's um, that that's kind of my focus of of Facebook. And honestly, I've dropped the ball a bit on on Twitter. I know it's not dead. Um, I've got I've still got Con running my LinkedIn chat on Tuesday nights. But my um, absolutely where where we find our business and and where we teach and train primarily is is around um, LinkedIn and and lead generation and lead uh, sales enablement things like that. Wow! Wow! That's great. <laughs> So you've obviously seen a lot. I know you've been around for a while to have this authority on LinkedIn. Just you were kind of very early on with LinkedIn and getting in there. Obviously, you've seen a lot, but what do you see are some of the most effective tactics for building thought leadership and authority online? Yeah, certainly lately, I've seen a lot of people utilizing video effectively, definitely on LinkedIn. You know, LinkedIn was kind of, the last to the game when it came to native video. Um, you know, you could share a YouTube link, but that was about it for the longest time. So LinkedIn introduced native video a couple of years ago and people are just finally getting it. And I, and I see some really awesome use of LinkedIn um, as far as, you know, creating personal brands and promotion. But, you know, certainly with, with, the TV now. I, I don't. I don't think LinkedIn will ever have like LinkedIn TV, but certainly with Facebook and with Instagram, the serializing of of content um, through video, I think, is 
is really intriguing and interesting. And it almost brings me back to like, not that I was alive in the 1800s. It feels like it sometimes, but you know, <laughs> when they had those serialized books like Charles Dickens, yeah. serialized books. And it's, it's kind of like, you know, IGTV and, and Facebook are doing that. Um, lives certainly are, are very powerful. Again, LinkedIn doesn't have live, but at least it has native video. Yeah. I think video is so strong. Although it's funny. I saw Mike Stelzner today. <laughs> like, uh, we're, we're done with video on Facebook. Um, but it's, it's interesting to, um, to see how people are utilizing it and in LinkedIn, especially, which is very, very B2B focused, but is definitely a place where, you know, business to consumer can play too. Mm-hmm. how some folks are using it um, to develop a brand that, you know, just didn't work in print. Um, but they're so good on video that, that they're, they're creating, uh, you know, the brand, the visibility, the credibility. Um, and they're, they're able to very quickly move into that kind of that influencer status. So when you see, when you look at video on LinkedIn, do you see a big difference between Facebook, you know, video on Facebook and video on LinkedIn? Yeah, you know, yes and no. So there doesn't have to be a a big difference. It's really, who is your audience? And so if your audience is similar on Facebook than it is on LinkedIn, um, or similar to LinkedIn, then hey, the, the, the same kind of content would fly. For me, I'm, 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 I have a different audience a little bit on LinkedIn. I'm much more casual on, I'm sorry, on Facebook. I'm much more casual on Facebook. And so sometimes my content differs. What's cool though, is the content that you create on Facebook, if it is relevant to LinkedIn, you can actually utilize and repurpose um, back and forth actually. So that's, you know, that's, that's kind of an added benefit of video uh, these days. If you're, if you're actually using these different platforms. And as I mentioned before, you know, LinkedIn doesn't actually have LinkedIn live or LinkedIn TV yet. So anything that you do that's business related on Facebook, um, even if it is a live, right, you can upload the live video. Once it's downloaded and saved, you can upload it to LinkedIn and, and utilize it as long as it's under 10 minutes. So there's, it's, it's kind of cool um, what's available to you today. Yeah. Now, do you think live is coming to LinkedIn? I would love to see it. Um, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, they definitely have the capacity because they own, you know, Microsoft owns LinkedIn and it also owns Skype. So yeah you know, why not use that Skype technology? The other thing I'd love to see is, is, uh, um, you know, online video chat through LinkedIn messaging. Um, but yeah, see, right. It's, uh, we'll see, they have the technology, whether they utilize it or not. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) It's interesting because I've, I wondered if live video would change the tone of LinkedIn. Yeah. It would, would change it. I mean, because on Facebook, you see so many people posting very casual live videos some of them are more formal, but I wonder if it would, would change things over on LinkedIn. What do you think? Well, you'd see a lot of, it would change things for marketers. Yeah. (laughs) And, and maybe as we begin to, to, to train and teach um, sales professionals, how to use LinkedIn and possibly job seekers. Um, But yeah, I, you know, it's interesting, even with native video, the, the people that you see using native video are, are the marketers and the sales professionals or the sales trainers and the sales teachers like we are. So, um, it would change it a lot for a few of us. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just curious because every once in a while you see someone post like a picture of a, you know, I don't know, a cute cat meme or something like that. 
and people will blast them for like, this doesn't belong on LinkedIn. And I love- Which gives them even more visibility, right? Right. (laughs) But I do love that people kind of protect what the tone is on LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that it is a professional space. So that's fun. Oh, great. So um, (laughs) what do you think right now, besides video are, or including video, are the best ways to really build thought leadership on LinkedIn specifically? Yeah. So specifically for LinkedIn, um, obviously, you know, knowing your audience and making sure that, that as you reach out and engage with, um, with your audience, that you're, you're providing the right, the right (laughs) content. Um, and and it's true all platforms, but, but having a passion about, Mm -hmm. um, what you're sharing comes through as well. Uh, whether it's on, you know, video or whether it's through the written word, um, through your engagement, obviously creating a strong brand. Um, I can't emphasize that enough. And while, you know, I kind of roll my eyes like, oh God, here I go talking about, you know, your LinkedIn (laughs) profile again. (laughs) That's so 2007. Uh, The fact (laughs) is, you know, you have to have a a, a LinkedIn profile that matches your message. And so if you've got, you know, your job seeker profile from 2007, or if you barely have a profile, um, you could be, you know, sharing the best content, you could be actively engaging, but when people go back to research who you are, go back to your brand or your profile on LinkedIn and it's, you know, bad or non-existent, you're actually going to lose credibility. So foundationally, you have to have a really, really strong brand on LinkedIn and it has to reflect what your message is today, not last year not last week. Um, if you're, if what your focus in business has been, then you need to upgrade it. You know, I made a huge shift from LinkedIn to business, which was my old business, which was LinkedIn teaching and training, but it was very entrepreneurial based to Vengresso. And so, you know, obviously new background image, new, you know, new headline, new picture, new, new content, new summary and, and experience. So a lot had to go into updating so that as I started speaking about sales enablement and sales for sales teams, as compared to just like LinkedIn tips and tricks, um, that all of that was aligned. And I didn't have a bunch of, you know, I didn't have a bunch of sales leaders from say Oracle coming and going like LinkedIn to business for entrepreneurs. What? There's a disconnect. So foundationally, you really do have to make sure that that your 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 profile unfortunately I hate to say it but your profile yeah. is up up to brand that you know who your audience is and and if your audience has shifted you have to start inviting new people to connect on linkedin and then finally that your message is aligned and so whether it's video whether it's linkedin publisher whether it's just long form updates or even just sharing links or even engaging with other people on linkedin you have to make sure that all of that is aligned yeah now, how much do you think people should put strategy into who they're connecting with? Because I think there's a huge wealth there of being able to kind of craft that audience to be exactly what you want. Do you see people really doing that? Or is that a, a big opportunity for most? It's a big opportunity. Um, a lot of people, well, a lot of people only connect with who they know because LinkedIn <laughs> tells you to do that. So, you know, sure. Sure. Um, but if who, you know, is not who you want to know, uh, then that's not going to help you very much because it's not even the first level connections, um, who get you the visibility on LinkedIn. It's, it's friends of friends. And so 
if the people that you're connecting to on LinkedIn have this group of friends and you really want to attract this group of friends and you need to start connecting with influencers in the arena that you want to focus on. And it's just like in real life. Like I, I think about the people who helped me get started, right? Mari mm -hmm. Smith, Bob Bird, um, Trey Pennington were, were three people who were very influential in my life. Like up until that point, yeah. An entrepreneur, but I was in the the you know the co-share space. Like I didn't have well, there wasn't really social media at that point. But, <laughs> you know, I didn't have the audience that I had the whole twelve years I had linked into business. Yeah, and to you know to what I just said, I have now had to shift a little bit from strictly entrepreneurs and moving into this this greater sales space. So now I'm going through and I'm having to call my network a little bit. And it's not that I delete everybody from from my old world and and start from scratch. Absolutely right. don't do that. But yeah, I'm, I'm inviting new people in and new influencers into my world. And yeah, as someone, whether you're recreating a brand or creating a brand, you know, from the onset, you need to create that audience. Um, that is, that, that, that is reflective of your brand. Yeah. So, so a little bit beyond LinkedIn, if you know, you're, you're talking about visibility and in sales, that's huge, right? I mean, that's how you get that foot in the door with the new prospect or get the new customer in the door. What are you seeing are the most effective ways to build that visibility online today? Yeah. Um, so again, B2B space, LinkedIn, everything I just mm -hmm. talked about, but you know, to, to, to claim that leadership, um, we could go old school, right? It's, it's still doing networking events. Um, but maybe speaking at networking events as opposed to just attending them, you know, sure. yourself, right. As a thought leader, um, it's starting, it's starting groups, it's starting forums, um, you know, really, really old school. It's getting on the phone. <laughs> ah, it's like, Oh, you mean I can talk to other people on this device? It's not just <laughs> and, and Facebook lives. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of kind of old school practices that are still very effective. I think because, we've, we've gotten a little bit lazy. Like I know I can get mm -hmm. LinkedIn and get 10,000 views. Now, whether that 10,000 views results in a single phone call, maybe, maybe not. Right. Um, right. or I could just pick up the phone, but the, the, the power of social media, um, it's not an either or at all. The power of social media is creating that top of mind awareness so that, when I go to pick up the phone, there's some name recognition and hopefully some positive sentiment around my name. Yeah. So, and this isn't just for sales. I mean, it's very helpful for and useful for <laughs> folks in sales, but this is truly for the entrepreneur and the solopreneur because you are in the process of, of, of building your own business. And a lot of times, especially the solopreneur, you're doing everything. You're doing marketing, you're doing sales, you're doing delivery, you're doing, you know, you're, mm -hmm. you're making the phone calls, you're, you're, you're finding or designing the website yourself. So don't do that. Always find professionals, please. <laughs> but, um, but you know, as an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, um, if you can build enough awareness online, don't forget to take that that second step of actually having conversations, whether it's conversations with prospective buyers, whether it's conversations with other industry leaders and aligning yourself with those industry leaders, whether it's conversations with strategic partners, right? Um, you sell their stuff, they sell your stuff. It, it, it always comes down to the, to the human interaction. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love that you say that because a lot of people just like you're saying, they get lazy. 
And it's very easy to just say, you know, all on your phone or all on the computer screen. And you could be just in yoga pants and a sweatshirt. Never never really, you know, people have this one perception of you, but then the reality is not there. But when you get face-to-face with people, I feel like that really cements any sort of digital relationship that you've been building. So Exactly. I mean, one thing our friend Sue Zimmerman, who's the Instagram expert, she, you know, she DMs, she, she private messages um, people who engage with her on Instagram and, and, and folks are like blown away that she has sent them a private message. Now, in reality, it's taken her two minutes. Right. But she has built her business on that private one-on-one communication, as well as this huge brand that she's built sure. herself, right? So that's, that's huge. Um, and we have such great technologies. We have this, right? We have right. podcasts, we have interviews. And so you can either get interviewed um, and that can help to position you as a, as a thought leader and an industry leader, or what the heck, if you're not, if you're just starting out, then you can interview other people, right? right. So there's, there's such awesome capabilities, but it, it does. It means having that one-on-one engagement. With someone. With someone, with a real person. <laughs> hey, and more than once. <laughs> yeah, more than once. <laughs> well, and meeting up face to face. I mean, I can't tell yeah. you oh my gosh. how amazing conferences are. Love and them. then all of the relationships from those conferences I still have over yes. on social media, but it never would have meant the same thing if we hadn't have met in person. So Exactly. Oh my gosh. Trade shows, conferences. Absolutely. I, I mean, it is so important, I think. And I said like local networking event, but, but yeah, if, if trade shows and conferences and you don't have to be on stage necessarily, I mean, eventually you want to get there, but maybe some people, but it's about the people that you meet. And again, you can use these great tools like LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram to continue those relationships to your point or email for that matter. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, meeting people face to face is, is so powerful. Wow. Yeah. All right. So if, if people are wanting to do something today to start building their brand on social media, maybe it's LinkedIn, maybe it's not. Right. What are one or two just simple things that someone can do today to just go out there and start getting noticed by more people? Yeah. So it's, you know, well, I guess you could be a Kardashian and just be like famous to be famous, but I think (laughs) it's better. um, First of all, you know, as I said earlier, know, know who you're, well, first of all, before even that, like be passionate about something, Mm -hmm. have a passion. Um, If you're not passionate about the thing that you want to promote, be it Bitcoin or, um, you know, or, or Amway, you know, just you've got to be passionate about what it is that you are promoting. So that's number one. If you're not sure. something else, right? Okay. Um, or find a way to become passionate about it. Honestly, when Ben Gresso came along, I was so burnt out on LinkedIn. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like I literally I was working on a completely different career path. Um, but it, re- it reinvigorated me. Mm. So now I'm passionate again about what I do. Um, so yeah, have, have, find a passion, <laughs> make sure you, you, you are passionate, um, and then know your audience. Once you have those things, two things down, know where your audience is. So pick your platform, um, whether mm-hmm. it's LinkedIn, 
Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, or a combination thereof. Um, and then, you know, do what you have to do to build that, that, that graphic brand, I'll say, you know, whether <laughs> background images, colors, fonts, pictures of yourself, um, make sure that, that, that the brand, as I mentioned earlier, speaks to your message um, and then start building your audience. And it's always best if you can find a mentor. I mean, I've, like I said, you know, Bob Berg, Trey, um, and, and Mari were, were, were quintessential in, in my development as a speaker. And I've mentored um, some women and I'm, I'm seeing them just bloom and I'm like so excited for them. So find, find those influencers, find those mentors, because that can really, uh, that can really power up yeah. <laughs> your, your, your audience, you know, being aligned with those folks. Um, but also just, just build your, build your audience. And the way to do that, of course, is with good content. Um, I think another thing that folks do, and I'm guilty of this too, is like, I have to get something out there. And so I'll just like <laughs> throw something out there and it's really not the best quality. Um, the, the, the more quality you can have, and I'm not saying that each video that you do needs to be a whole production and take 18 hours to produce a five minute video. I'm not right. saying that at all. I'm just saying, make sure that the content you share is of quality and valuable to whoever your audience is. Um, one of the people I love watching right now is Amanda Robinson um, out of Canada. Yay, Canada. <laughs> and one of, you know, she's tent life, right? Hashtag tent life. So she's, she just decided to do this thing where she's going across the U.S. Um, in a tent. Why she did this at the beginning of winter, I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> kidding, Amanda, if you're watching this. But uh, you know, she's, um, and and she's really she's just kind of sprung on the scene. But she's so genuine. It helps that she's gorgeous. But she's so genuine, and you really do you want to follow her travels, and then what she'll do with that audience, I don't know. But she's developing this wonderful audience of people who are like, like I said, serialized content that see what she's doing every day and they're following mm -hmm. her hashtag. And, um, and so she's passionate, you know, she's, she's created a great brand around the tent life. She's giving people a peek into her, her life in a serialized manner. She's growing this great audience. And, and what she does with it will be wonderful. Um, and I'm excited to see. So, and the other thing, you know, with the road to social that everyone, not everyone, but that <laughs> some of our friends over at, you know, that Damien and, and Amanda was part of that. Right. Strub, and I know I'm forgetting people. Christine. Brian Fanzo. And Brian fans, of course, duh. Um, <laughs> yeah, how can really you forget funny. him? <laughs> Three of them had to sleep in a, in a room together, which was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, more than once. So, you know, but that whole road to social, which is, I think, what inspired um, Amanda to do her own tent life thing. But it's, you know, that, that kind of, of vitality um, is, is, is just, it's what people want to see. And so, again, with the passion. And it's, it's on the road. It's being on the road with fellow influencers, um, you know, promoting social media and social media day and, and just taking it the next step. But they were passionate about it. Yeah. And excited about it. And it got us passionate about it too. So I think that whatever it, it, it is that you decide to do, 
um, the passion is key, I think. Well, it's interesting that you bring that up because I think we're starting to, well, we've been seeing it, but we're starting to see it more and more where when you invite people into your everyday life, yeah, people want to see that, you know, they don't want to see always the, you know, perfectly set up video set. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, they're fine with a little bit of authenticity. <laughs> well, but it's, I mean, you've probably seen it whenever you post oh, yeah. You know, pictures or things like that over on your personal account yeah. of you know your house project or your wedding. Like yeah. people really connect with that. They don't always want to hear about sales strategies on social media. You know, that's right. They don't always want to hear about digital marketing. All this stuff that we think people want to hear all the time. Right. When the reality is, they just want us. They don't. They could. Sometimes I'm like, they could care less about like 10. They're just like, what did you wear? What shoes did you wear in your wedding? That's what people want. Uh-huh. Right. And it's always like, I think still to this day, maybe the wedding photo now has gotten more, more um, activity. But up until that point, like my most active post on Facebook was bangs or no bangs. Like, should I cut uh, my bangs? Uh-huh. <laughs> what was hundreds the- and hundreds of people. <laughs> What was the consensus? Bangs or no bangs? bangs. It was bangs. Really? Was bangs. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, and I did that, but yeah, I have, I have really weird, like, calicky hair, so. It's funny, because I, I had bangs, like, a year and a half ago, and I was like, never again. <laughs> I need to just remember every time I think They're, of having bangs. Remember this I know. feeling. <laughs> Except they're a pain. They're a pain. They are, like, an instant, I mean, to, to, to be fair, they are an instant, like, facelift. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. about that yet. Hey, something to keep, keep in the pile for a few keep years. Keep in the now. pile for. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, and it's the same thing here for us. Like yeah. some of the biggest stuff that we get interaction with is stuff about our goats. You yes. know, they could care less that we're both in, both me and my husband are in the tech and data world and social media. Right. They want to know about the goats. Like They want to know how the goats are doing. What's Which going is- on there? <laughs> right? Well, which is one of the reasons I do love actually well, okay. I'd love Instagram if I actually used it. Sorry, Sue. Um, <laughs> and why I still like Facebook is, is that, is that personal interaction. And I think that's why video does so well for mm-hmm. people who do it well on LinkedIn. And again, I'm not meaning well by, you know, very produced. I mean, just people being authentically who they are. Right. Um, you know, it, it's kind of funny not, you know, Sue, who's got this huge Instagram audience. Um, when LinkedIn finally came out with video, I, 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 you know, I'm like, come on, you got to use it. And it was really funny because she, she did like a, I don't know, 90 second video on how it really pissed her off when people invited her to connect on Instagram and didn't actually know who she was. And being Sue, she used some language. Um, and you know, she got, that thing went explosive viral, like 64,000 views, her first video ever, 64,000 views. Wow. She ended up getting six interviews, like four or five people into her hives and which is, which is, yeah. she monetizes. And I think she got like one or two keynotes out of it. One video, like I haven't even done that well yet, but it just shows you mm-hmm. that, that being who you are. Um, whatever platform you choose, um, as long as you're passionate about it and it's aligned with, with, with your brand and your message can be really, really powerful. Yeah. Wow. That's so fun. I love hearing stories about that, especially when you've had to like convince somebody to do something. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, I don't know if this is going to work. And then they get these great, this great exposure. So 
constant exposure, exactly. That's so great. Okay, so before we sign off here, what are some you know parting words of wisdom to someone who's wanting to really build their thought leadership and just be known in the world for what they know they're an expert? At? Yeah, well, first of all, own it. Um, and I'm, I'm speaking probably more to the women than I am the men. Um, although I'll probably speaking to some men too, you know, when I chose the, or when I was lucky enough to get the, the, the Twitter and LinkedIn and Facebook and, and, and YouTube moniker at, and Instagram moniker at LinkedIn expert, you know, I wasn't, this was 2008 or 2009. Yeah. I was a LinkedIn expert other than maybe, you know, <laughs> The, the, the folks who created LinkedIn, Reid Hoffman and, and, and pals. So um, was I an expert? No, but I was like, I was really enthusiastic and I saw the potential of LinkedIn and I'm like, this is it. This is what I'm going to focus on. So I think one of the problems um, is we're all very scatterbrained, right? Less mm -hmm. attention than a goldfish. Everyone says that all the time. However, um, what I've also noticed and maybe more on LinkedIn than other sites is People will give you their time and more than, you know, what is it? 7.2 seconds or three right. seconds or whatever the attention span is. People will give you your time if you are, you know, if, if, if you give them value, obviously, if you're authentic um, and, and if, if they feel a connection to you. And so for someone who's just starting out, um, there might be a little bit of fake it till you make it, but make sure you're committed to making it. Yeah. A lot of people faking it and then it doesn't work and they, they go, okay, this shiny object now. <laughs> but if you're, if, if you're committed yeah. to your path, um, that definitely shows through. And so that, that is missing in a lot of people, I think, because, because it is such a distracting world. But being committed, um, again, my, my mentees who um, they, you know, we talked about what direction do you want to go in and what do you want to focus your social media message around? And they, they became very clear and they became very committed to that particular message. And they're just, they're having so much success now. And it is so, mm. so exciting. I have, I can't tell you how many people I've mentored. Um, ugh, okay. I, I shouldn't say who I've given a free hour of my time to who didn't value themselves, didn't value the advice I gave. And I, you know, I don't know where they are these days. So right. Commitment, I think is, is really, really key. And then everything else I've talked about for the past, you know, half hour, 45 minutes or whatever. Sure. Sure. Um, do all that too, but yeah, I just do all that. Right. Yeah. Just do all that. <laughs> but the passion, the commitment, right. Focus, um, the platform, the audience, um, all of that needs to, and the brand, all of that needs to come together. Wow. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, before we go, why don't you tell everyone where can they connect with you or follow you or get to know more about what you're, what you're up to? Sure. So um, if you Google LinkedIn expert, my LinkedIn profile should show up like first or second or something like that. So um, absolutely follow me on LinkedIn. If you want to connect, just personalize the message because I'm at my, I'm, I'm at my limit. So I have to like 
throw people away to bring you in. So just like, but I'm more than happy to connect there. Um, really old school. You can like Vivica at vangresso.com. You can actually email me and I'll respond. Um, no one takes me up on that. It's so weird. Uh, <laughs> I'm like an expert on Instagram, which I'm never on, but maybe, you know, maybe Sue can talk me into being on it more actively. I'm like an expert on Facebook, um, on YouTube. So yeah, anywhere that, that, you look for LinkedIn expert. LinkedIn expert. Well, LinkedIn like expert. Uh, yeah. Or Vivica Von Rosen, either way. Um, but yeah, I would love to, you know, I, I'd, I'd love to, to connect and um, I'm always open to questions, whether you're an entrepreneur or, you know, a sales leader at a fortune 500 company, I, I really am passionate still about both audiences. And so um, I'm happy to, to, to answer any questions that people might have. Great. Well, thanks so much for joining us again. Thank you.